TheOAMNetwork.com. Welcome to the episode of Sports Sports and Sports Queued Up. I am your host, Quentin Bay. As always, you find this on the OAM Network. Um, we're going to jump right in. Last week, we didn't do too successful on our NCAA bracket picks. No. Uh, as you hear, the voice, uh, Chef of Sports Talk, CJ. What's up, man? All right. Um, so, uh, my champion in both polls that I did are gone. All right. They got wiped away by uh, Benny Hill in Oklahoma. Uh, fantastic, Buddy Hill. <laughs> I, I always call him Benny Hill from the Benny Hill Show, I'm and sorry. I kept on calling him Buddy Guild. Yeah, so I'm just getting to where. Well, I'm... when he's in the league next year, hopefully we'll get it right. Hopefully, uh, yeah. but he got off 37 points. Uh, was amazing. Yeah, he said he bl- he blamed it on Kobe being there. He <laughs> yeah. said he saw Kobe and he just yeah, I know. Cost yeah. me my pick, man. But all well, uh, all is good, man. Oklahoma set to face Villanova. Uh, because three out of the four games were upsets in the Elite Eight, right? Mm-hmm. So it was set it up for the Final Four. Syracuse, who uh, came back to beat Virginia. Uh, yeah. Because I thought that game was over. I thought Virginia's Me defense too. would put the press on. I had stopped watching it, man. Then my phone beeped uh, upset alert. I was like, what yeah, the what, hell? I what, turned it right back on. I was like, That's <laughs> what got me because it was like 13 points. I was like, Syracuse can't score I no I think they points. went on like a 20-something to – Five run or yeah. something like that to win the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was it was something else, man. And so you got Syracuse, North Carolina, Villanova, first number ten seed in the Final Four. Syracuse, really? yeah, nice. Uh, and you know there was debate that they shouldn't even have been a tournament team. Oh wow, uh, yeah, they're like oh they're only in because of their stature of their program. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, when you play in such a tough league to get so many teams to the tournament, mm-hmm. you know it's going to beat you up a little bit, make you look a little worse than you are probably. And it does definitely does a wear and tear, but it also prepares you for such a tournament like this exactly and, uh, especially young you know younger kids like uh college kids mm-hmm. they're growing you know yeah. at a faster rate than any other time and in their Bayham life gets so. kids that'll that'll fit his system because that, that zone is just something else you think right. it, it would be figured out whatnot but. especially a, a virginia team that plays in the same league as they do mm-hmm. so they should have had a little bit of a upper hand in that it's situation just, but that, it didn't it didn't work out for them that two three zone always seems to have six seven people on the court right? yeah right <laughs> and all of them are like all you know six seven with seven foot wings, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. man. But you got Villanova, Oklahoma. Uh, Villanova took care of Kansas. Yeah, that was uh, a surprise to me. I saw Mike Greenberg going in about this is what doesn't do this tournament justice is the best team doesn't win because he's he was saying Kansas was the best team uh, all year mm-hmm. through the conference season and into the tournament, and yet they lose to a, a game like Villanova's uh, legit. Right. Yeah, they were uh, no, uh, number one in the country for a short yeah. short span of uh, the season. So it's not like they were some chunk. No, game, they weren't you know? a cupcake Cinderella or anything. Yeah. But anyway, so Kansas is done, which is good. I don't yeah. like Kansas. <laughs> I agree. You know, screw them. So Villanova, a good team though, fun team yeah. to watch. It, it, it's an interesting that was a good final game. four. Yeah, uh, it looks like North Carolina should walk away with it. It looks like it, but hell, so they after... probably won't win a game. Right. right. <laughs> Syracuse uh, has got them. But uh, how's your money bracket looking? Oh man, I feel like I'm in the 20s. Like I yeah. think I'm 23rd. Well, you moved up. Yeah, last week you were in the late 40s. Yeah, I moved up definitely. Well, I'm sure Kansas going out, a couple uh-huh. other teams going out, uh, hurt other people. But I have no chance at winning. You know, yeah. The guy Sorry, who's in man. first, I, he he actually came into work. He's a uh, Cisco representative. Yeah. He just came in. He was like, "Oh, I need to hurry up and get me a bracket in." He's like, "I just threw it together." Guys in first, Candy man. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, got it locked, man. All right, Three but, of the final four, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah he's uh, one of the few. Yeah. Syracuse is the only one he didn't have correct. 
Of course. Yeah. Racist against the orange men. <laughs> but anyway, don't look at me like that, man. All right. So, uh, but that's it for the final four. It's set. Uh, the final four will be on Saturday. The championship will be a week from tonight. I'd like to say you you made a point about uh, who was it that was complaining about the number one team not winning? Was it Gottlieb? You said. Yeah. Yeah. Although that's true, the NCAA tournament is unlike any other sport mm-hmm. because you have such a large field, and anyone can be beat at any time. And it's so not it a, makes it more exciting. And it's not a best of. Right. Like, you know, if you play best, best two, two out of three, three yeah. it, it lowers your chance of uh, an upset. upset. yeah. Yeah. But it makes it more compelling and exciting because every game, every possession matters so much. There's so much gravity on every it's situation. It's the same reason, even though they'd be giving up money, which even though they really wouldn't, uh, I think the NBA should go back to the first round, best of five. It mm-hmm. gives you a more uh, successful to an upset. Right. Um, which makes it more exciting, you know. And I say the reason they wouldn't lose that much money because most of them series end in five games anyway. I think the reason why they changed it back, a big reason why, is because of the popularity's grown a lot more. And people are watching all the games. Now. I don't think it grew. I think they did it to add two more games. I think they couldn't sustain that back, you know, when mm-hmm. it was a five-game series. Yeah. But anyway, so anything else you want to chime on NCAA? Nah, man. All right, we're going to hop to the NFL. Just a couple news, nothing big serious. Uh Kirk Cousins of the Washington Redskins who's having his contract dispute. Him and his brother are going to trademark. Uh, do you like that? Oh, okay. Did you like that? Yeah, I don't know if it's a question mark, exclamation mark. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But him and his brother now Maybe own both. that. Uh, anyone that uh, wants to oppose that has 30 days to oppose it. or They own that fucking thing. Yeah, so. it must be really slow. <laughs> That's big news. But anyway, so RG3 goes to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to bring it up. It was funny. RG3 goes to Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, I think it was the best situation for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing I was saying about Kaepernick. Um, low expectation, good head coach. Two years, uh, you get your feet back under you, and you can go sign with a better team. Uh, if you go to Denver, it's a lot of expectation as the repeat champion, even though it won't be as high as Peyton Manning had or Brock Osweiler would have had. But uh, It's a uh, more uh, – it's, it's a fan base that expects more. Yeah. So you can't just go there and be whatever. But do you think that uh, changes Cleveland's plans to draft a quarterback at the high end? Of I think first it does. Round? Everyone, the majority of people do not. Yeah, they, I don't either. They still say take the quarterback. I don't think there's a quarterback. I just think there's so much you need if you're Cleveland, man. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I can't tell you what to do. You're a horrible franchise. You're the worst in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't tell you what to do. But I think if you draft a quarterback. As soon as RG3 throws an interception, they're calling, uh, for him. they're calling for his head. Like, you're defeating the purpose of trying to give this guy a chance. I think even if you take a guy's early second round, it's the same situation. More, more yeah. than likely, man. But I just I think you're probably getting a better bang for your buck if you can wait in a draft mm-hmm. to the third or fourth round. Maybe and, so. And at yeah. that point, if RG3's controversy over a third or fourth round draft pick, then RG3 probably don't need to be on the field. Right. Uh, I was talking to Money, uh, my boy Money, and he was saying – What's up, Money? He was saying uh, – that he thinks RG3 should have went to the Rams. And I just – I cut this off two things. One, if I'm a quarterback, especially if I'm a black quarterback, I'm not playing for Jeff Fisher, right? Oh, really? No, no, I'm not. Because I'm, of the McNair thing? I, I, I don't like the way he's handled any uh, black quarterback he's had, right? Uh, Vince Young also? Vince Young also. Yeah. And uh, even McNair, people forget before the Super Bowl stuff in the mid-'90s, he drafted another quarterback. And I couldn't remember who it was because I was having this argument the other day. He drafted another quarterback to replace him. He didn't like Steve McNair. He's from the old-school mentality of athletic quarterbacks can't win you football games. And McNair took over for who? Chandler, was it? Chris Chandler. Uh-huh. And Chandler, I think that was due to injury when he took over for him, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It's been a while. so Yeah, that was 20 years ago. Right. So, um, 
but yeah, he replaced Chris Chandler. But I, I was just saying this, man. Like, but just team wise, uh, Rams would be a better Rams place are to go. a better fit. Yeah. But Jeff Fisher isn't the right coach, and you want to talk about trying to lay low. Going to their first season in L.A. is not laying low, right? And I just don't put think the spotlight's too bright. Uh, one more thing on the NFL that I'm gonna jump to the primary topic of the day. Uh, so Jim Irsay. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't, but I'm sure it's negative because this guy's got a <laughs> huge fucking mouth. <laughs> well, well, he says he he relates, uh, compares playing football to taking aspirin. Okay. <laughs> okay. From a perspective of uh, the warning label, like you know you're going to get hurt, uh, just like you know aspirin can hurt you internally mm-hmm. if you take a whole bunch of it. Happened but, to my dad, so yeah, but, I know firsthand. But then he uh, proceeded to follow with. Uh, there's no real research saying that football is a direct result of the suicides, the concussions, mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other, right? But a lot of stuff's coming out this week, you know? Yeah, I know. Jeff, the last two weeks. He's talking anyway. outside of his ass, right? Yeah. So, uh, he's probably fucking So drunk. Jeff Saturday, who works for ESPN. Former uh, Colt. Former Colt. Played yeah, 12 center. years, whatever. There, and then finished the last couple of years, I think, in uh, Green Bay. But uh, So he's on ESPN analyst, well-spoken, articulate mm-hmm. guy, right? Uh, played 14 seasons in the NFL. And he was talking about, you know, the first 8 to 10 years, when you get fuzzy, when you get wooey, you just you go back in the game. Right. You don't think anything about it. Um, the hell are you looking at? You're expected to. That's not real, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rat hunter, man. <laughs> but anyways, so I'll introduce this cat in a second, man. He's over here looking for rats just like we're in the event. So anyways, <laughs> so um, – so just Saturday, you know, he he says that, you know, he every month goes in for voluntary MRIs as basically like a guinea pig to try to look at his head. Yeah. Because uh, he says now that he checks on, like I said, 14 years NFL. Just trying to be proactive. And, and being a center. So yeah. you're constantly yeah, 70,000 blows to your head of 20 years of being contact a center. Contact right? every, every play. Um, so he's talking about he has his wife constantly question him, like sort of like – do you see anything different here? Do you see anything different here? Yeah. So we can get on top of it because CTE can't be diagnosed until you're dead, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But that's the time we live in. They can't go in. Yeah, and look they at your can't brain cut your brain open yeah. until you're dead. So. Uh, well, that might not necessarily work either, though, because it could be the power suggestion. If you're looking for something, if you're looking for something, you might just find something's not really there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if I tell you, hey, look, if you, you know, this is like my coordination is off or this and that. You might, yeah, you are, you know, kind of walking a little funny. You're like, mm-hmm. but you, it might, your perception might be there, but it may not necessarily be true. That's right. like anybody sick around you or start sneezing, you start thinking, oh, my throat is a little itchy, mm-hmm. you know, like, so yeah, I see what you're saying. There, that's yeah. a valid point. And, and it's also so precautionary, right? Because you're like, I mean, these are, this is a serious deal. Like, I've had a dozen concussions in my life, right? Half mm-hmm. from wrestling, car wrecks, whatever. A uh, dozen concussions, right? And, I got. I wrestled. I uh, worked a uh, big viscera uh, a few years ago, right? And um, he landed on my head with a Samoan drop. Okay, uh, it was my fault because he told me in the back. He says, "Jump as high as you can." Right? right. I did not, White and I jump. didn't clear his back. White man can't. <laughs> I didn't try hard, <laughs> uh, but I didn't listen, and. Um, I, I I got to about where his right shoulder blade is, and he fell all his weight on top of me. Ooh, that's uh, but, a big dude. Too, but man. I've never been the same since, and um, and I know that. And it took me about a month before I was able to even like function properly as far as working, 
wrestling, anything I had going on. But uh, anyway, so it's a big deal. I think it's asinine to say uh, aspirin comparable to playing football as far as the damage to your body. Yeah. Doesn't make it, but he's just a guy trying to make waves, right? He thinks he's a He's a guy trying to downplay the effects of concussions in the NFL because he's an owner of an NFL team. I mean, it's yeah. that simple, you know. It makes sense. Loss, loss of revenue. Right. Absolutely, <laughs> man. But uh so that other voice you hear is a good friend of mine, um Poker Face. Uh <laughs> that it, you cannot yeah, man. The, the, the rats lined up to see you. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. Thank you for taking time to join me. Uh, so, how long you been in the business of wrestling, man? Uh, you would just jump right into it. I have been in the business. It will be 20 years this coming June. Nice, man. Congrats, man. Yeah, man. Well, you look good for being 50. You know what? <laughs> 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 but uh, we'll jump right into certain different topics, but uh, I've been doing stories on the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me just ask you this, man. As far as them them forcing Roman Reigns down our throat, right, uh, who's not a bad talent, right? He can work. You know what I mean? I, I, I think creative hurts his gimmick, like doesn't let him have one. Um, I think it hurts him a little bit. But, but as far as forcing, and just using him as an example, forcing someone down our throat, why why is it so hard for them to say people don't want him? Let's go another direction. And before you answer, uh, com- uh, conversely, to like a guy like Damian Sandow or Cesaro, who's over, but they won't push. So elaborate on that for a second. Now the thing about Reigns, okay, well, I'm gonna bring John Cena this, which you know mm-hmm. people love to hate. I have no problem with, and I actually met the John Cena when he was in developmental in OVW. Mm-hmm. Because if it was like a Saturday the night. He's a prototype, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And you know, and he had a TV show on UPN uh, right before he got signed to development called Manhunt. So when I first saw him, I was like, man, I, I stopped seeing your reality show. And I actually watched it like one time, you know, got mm-hmm. bored. Like that, what was I, Manhunt? Was it a reality it like, show? It was or? like a reality show. Like They're like in the wilderness of the jungle. It sounds familiar. Maybe I, I caught it too. I, I, I didn't know it was John I Cena. I didn't think but. he got a 13-show commitment. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you know? And, uh, and, I told, and I guess he didn't like it. I said, yeah, man, I watched your uh, show Manhunt. And he was like, man, it's pussy. <laughs> you know, but um, anyway, uh, back to uh, like John Cena. They're looking right now. You know, John Cena, he's probably on – for the most part, borrow time, you know what I'm saying? And it's like they need a new face. Mm-hmm. They need a new face. Desperately. For yes, like that, you know, but what's so hard now is, you know, they're – because they – at first I feel – because I wasn't a John Cena fan at first, but I felt that they were forcing him down the throat. And that's one reason why he gets all the booze that he gets now. Right. Because, you know, the crowd, especially well, hold, the IWC. Hold up. Hold up. I disagree, mm-hmm. okay? And I, this is why I disagree. Because uh, when he was being pushed up, pulled over – like at the beginning, uh, like he beat Big Show for the U.S. belt was his first big moment, right? Big WrestleMania moment. And then from there, you know, 200 world titles, whatever he's got going on. Right. Uh, very successful guy, though. Very successful. and Carried but, WWE for quite a while now. But 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 that was for different reasons. But, but I'm going to say this. He wasn't forced out of the throat like y'all have to. Like, he was a heel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That got over on the mic. Right. You know what I mean? Because he came out. I remember his debut in WWE. He came I out. I remember Kurt Angle. Uh, Kurt Angle. Yes. And it was a phenomenal match. Right. Which right. was doing the, the right at the beginning of the, uh, the Ruthless Aggression. Ruthless Aggression. Right. Mm-hmm. Which was perfect. So they didn't like, um, here's John Cena. Take him. He was a heel. Mm-hmm. He paid his dues for a while. Right. And then he was over because he was over with the kids. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, now him staying over and not uh, going back to being a heel, I think is what. Older guys like ourselves, you know, 
thirty plus year old guys, we don't dig that that goody two shoe stuff anymore. So I, I, I not to cut not to right. cut you off. I just think it's different. Reigns is being stuffed down our throat whether we want him or not. Right. Cena paid his dues heel, baby face, got over both ways. Right. And it's phenomenal. Maybe the best ever on the microphone, right? And that's where Reigns is lacking. That. He now Cena used to when he did the you know the Doctor Thugonomics mm-hmm. thing. You know, I thought it was kind of hokey, kind spoken of right there and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know the end. What I feel, what I'm saying for is him. And I understand from a business standpoint what they were trying to do. Like he do the sold out rap concerts. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, me being the detective, I, you know, I looked into. You know, I'm with 400 people there. You know, so <laughs> I mean, I'm not knocking it. But Doesn't mean like, it wasn't sold out, man. right? It was technically it was sold out. Selling out a you basketball know, gym, <laughs> right? They didn't, but they didn't tell you how many. You know, what the capacity was. You know, and then it's like. You know, I I never hated Cena. Like mm-hmm. it, it was one of the things too. There's a lot of guys that people like now that, or it was recent years that they liked that I didn't necessarily like. That don't mean they were bad wrestlers. Just, I, just like CM Punk, I was a big CM Punk fan. It's a matter of taste. Hey, Everyone's you know, got their but own. I like you mentioned Sandow earlier. I liked him. Mm-hmm. I love Sandow. He's probably one of my favorite guys on there. Um, what's another? one? I like Cesaro. Yeah, man. You know Ambrose. I probably like him more than I do a uh, range. Like I couldn't I said, it's stand not, Ambrose before, but he's grown on me. Right, it, but he's starting to grow off of me now. I'm starting yeah. to get a little tired of because him already. Because he's so over. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, uh, enough they, of this shit. And he does I'm, the same three freaking moves every, you know. If he's, I think eventually, see, now it's like, what's, what's hurting everybody? I know what the thing where they're trying to force range out. Because, like, now the WWE's biggest problem. And, I, you know, and, I, and, and when I watch it, I can actually enjoy it. But overall, as a business, their biggest problem is they have no competition. Yeah, hmm. and you can't regard regardless. When they try to do the brand split and all that and stuff. Technically, you can't compete against yourself. You know, you can. I mean, you can. You can't. Like, you know, you, you mean you work out at the gym. You mm-hmm. might, you know, try to the best your personal record or something like yeah. that. But still, you're not beating anybody. You're just pushing yourself. Right. You know now. You know, but if me and you were like trying to see who could bench, mm-hmm. then we are legit competition. Right. So technically, you can't. You can't compete against yourself. That's why WWE. Uh, back when they had the Monday Night Wars, they had you know the ratings were like you know sevens and eights either for you know for WCW or for WWE, and now that there's no competition, yeah, D- WCW forced them to start the Attitude right, area, right? Era. And, and yeah. see, there's no nobody forced their hand now, right? Yeah. So let me ask you this, man. It, it's it's so hindsight that you bring that up, right? But do you think that when they took over WCW, that perhaps they should have not just squashed them right away, like kind of like like other than like Booker T. And DDP was at the end of his rope. You know, he got a little program with The Undertaker, so he didn't really get embarrassed or anything. But uh, but other than, like, Booker T, you know, you know Rey Mysterio, the Radicals and them who came over before the end of WCW, uh, do you think they kind of should have kind of maybe held it as a competition a little bit longer instead of just squashing them, putting the, the nail in the coffin? This is the thing that when I first started uh, the Moondog spot, he uh, – he, uh, yeah, I'm kind of sure you got to adjust the microphone. <laughs> hey, man, get up off the floor. <laughs> uh, Moondog Spot, he told me this. He said, because um, I used to get uh, get there real early to the building, and mm-hmm. I talked with him, and he said, anything that Vince creates, he will get behind. Yeah. So anybody from WCW, he didn't get behind. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you know that's that was another reason why I think Sting never made the jump because for the most part, I mean, you had your exceptions that you know that jumped over that they, he did eventually. They got the push or whatever like that. But when they did the invasion there, it's it was it's it's an ego thing. You know, we won, and my guys are still going to be yeah. better than your guys like that and stuff. You know, and like use Ray Mysterio, Mysterio came over. I think maybe like a year or two after all that and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we just like then for what they were doing with the cruiserweight. 
division. They kind of had to, you know, he's probably like at the time the best cruiserweight in America. I put it right, like, like mm-hmm. and so so they had to do something with him so they couldn't just drag him through the mud, like that and stuff. Then little by little, you know, then the guys got recognized as WWE guys instead of WCW guys, mm-hmm. and that's when they start. But look how long Booker T before he, you know, he was in the main event, yeah, in WCW. Then he got to WWE, then he mid-card. went to mid card. You know, you know Sting brought up a. Uh, he said he said he was watching because he was still back and forth. Rather now, I don't think Sting would have been put to the to the shed, right? I don't think it's hard to say. It is, yeah. But I don't think he'd have been squashed, right? He he's a legit star, and uh, but anyways, he didn't have to. But anyway, so he said he was watching an episode of Raw or SmackDown, and Booker T and The Rock uh, backed into each other, right? And Booker T, a five-time WCW world champion, still hot coming off WCW. And The Rock didn't even acknowledge him. Like, who who the hell are you? you right. Know? And Sting said at that point, because uh, Booker T was our top star at the moment, he said, I knew that what was happening and see, I, it wasn't going to come. See, and that proves my point right there. They, they were, he wasn't a WWE creation. Which is the same thing behind Cesaro and Sandow that we mentioned because Vince wasn't behind them getting over, right? He didn't have anything to do with it. So he's tried to – how many times has he flip-flop Cesaro, heel, baby, heel, baby? He gets over, makes him a heel. He starts getting a little heat, tries to put him over. He starts to get over, you know what I mean? Just So he's basically – it's all about Vince's ego. You well, know, it's, it all boils down to that. Well, at the end I, I would of the day. tell you this, and I heard this before. I had ever was I've been up there on uh, two separate occasions. I was on Velocity, by the way. No, of course. Uh, okay. <laughs> and um, but I'd heard this too um, from a lot of people before I got there. They said Vince is the boss. I don't care what Stephanie says. I don't care what Shane says. I don't care what Triple H, Laura Nice when he was there. If Vince don't like it, it's not happening. And I saw that when we were doing backstage segments. <laughs> You know, the, the deal I did back mm-hmm. in 09, we had to run through that like 10 plus times. You know, and all the, they got like a ton of directors back then. Everybody like, yeah, yeah, Vince watches on the monitor. Uh-uh. Take 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right, though. You know, and he's, I mean, he's the ball. I mean, which is not a bad thing. You know, and so it's like, you know, that's why, you know, and, and uh, we've talked about before, like, you know, the politics they try to do in the mm-hmm. little independent scenes. If I'm going to play a politics game, I'm doing, at least, if I'm going to do it, I'm gonna get paid for it. Right. I'm gonna do it for peanuts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like so that in that case it's kinda of good to be on the boss's you know, good side or something like that. You know, and that's I mean, but he wasn't behind uh Cena, I heard. You know, he yeah. you know, but Cena won him over. You know, and it's like one of the things too, you know, they say he if nothing else, Vince really respects loyalty. That's why, you know, Undertaker can wrestle one year mm-hmm. one day after the year like that and stuff with no problem probably still gets mm-hmm. paid Shawn, Shawn Michaels, Michaels was off way. for how many years and he was still getting you know $750,000 a year yeah mm. and wouldn't they even looked at a ring mm-hmm. you know so but you know it is what it is I mean like I said but you know in the case of that if politics works for you you know yeah like that you know do what you do mm-hmm. well, well I mean but would you say that it's hurting WWE now that maybe there's no one uh, in Vince's ear like look man Look at this. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't he doesn't maybe he doesn't respect anyone enough to like maybe you're right but I'm not listening to you. It's a power struggle from if what I hear is true um the guy Kevin Dunn, he's probably mm-hmm. second to Vince in power. Okay. I mean this is above Stephanie and Triple H. And I hear it's a power struggle between Kevin Dunn, but you know pretty much Triple H and Stephanie going to be on the same side. So it's pretty much a power struggle between Kevin Dunn who's over TV. Mhm. And Triple H. And that's why a lot of guys that they brought in for NXT, like uh, Adam Rose, mm-hmm. you know, 
tank. I want to say the same thing. The gimmicks are horrible, man. It's I not, actually it's not liked the it. talent. I actually, I, I kind of dug that because it, it put, it, and then the way he did things in the ring reminded me of uh, Exotic Adrian Street a little okay. bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of dug and it was different. You know, and I think, you know, if they gave it time to flourish, it may have, I mean, with but a lot of times, you know, people that, you know, that they invest a lot of time in, it flounders. And the people who they don't think is going to make it, they do. Look at Stone Cold. I mean, look how quick they killed Fandango, man. Oh, I hated that. Man. It was horrible, but you don't even like you put him over on Jericho, mm-hmm, and then that's pretty much the last time he goes yep. over, man. Yep, that was it. Like you're not giving time for because another another uh, example. Uh, everyone was doing the dance in the crowd, Emma. not even at the events, like at uh, football games and everything. Like it was a big deal, and you still don't cater to that. He still tries to come out and get heat. You know what I mean? If people are going to try to like you, they're not going to boo you, man. You're going to get nothing, right? Right. Either if they if they don't That's like society, you, yeah, society is so fast paced now. Because they were know? at some kind of uh, was it a hockey game or something that I saw, and they were sitting there playing Fandango's uh, interest music, mm-hmm. and everybody people died, were in it too. However it goes, yeah. like getting stuff, and I thought that was, you know, and I like you know no judgments. I like you know like uh, uh, classical dancing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I dug it. Like right. that and stuff, and it's like, okay, he's real annoying. I meant that in a good way. I said, okay, I like him. Yeah, if you're annoying, that's a great thing. You know, yeah. you know. Well, except for I don't like the Miz. Miz is like natural. I just don't like him. <laughs> but that's good. You know, no. It's you need like, somebody this, this annoying is, you. No, it's just like he just like stands on notice and says nothing. I'm like, you know, kill him or something like that. You know, but like I said, now it is. You know, I think as time goes on, because I think um, when Triple H start moving up the, you know. Start getting more and more say so, you know, in the office. You know, they kind of it's going to be good for business. Well, no pun intended. Yeah, Uh, I didn't say best, but I said it'll be good. They kind of moved Pat Patterson out of there. Yeah, they moved Johnny Johnny Ace Lord Knight out of there. Mm -hmm. Like it's so little, you know. So eventually, it's coming. I mean, you know, because look at what he's been doing with NXT, though. You know, NXT. You know, they were just here down the street, and I got the numbers the other day, and they did eight hundred there. Yeah, but here's the thing about NXT, man. They put on excellent matches. It's a good product. It is a good wrestling product, Mm -hmm. but you only got to fill an hour of TV time with just wrestling. Like, you don't have to fit in the gimmicks and everything as much as three three hours of Monday Night Raw. Right. You know what I mean? And you have so much, like, NXT, they kind of get a little bit more seemingly free range of uh, gimmick, right? At Triple H, actually, they talk about the heat. They get a little bit more freedom there. Mm -hmm. In WWE, they don't do that. No. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I'm glad Kevin Owens is, you know, able to do his thing, right? That was another one that was a power struggle with Kevin Dunn and Triple H. Mm-hmm. Wait, if I'm not mistaken, it was a power struggle with, with you know, he was getting, like, really, like, pushed through the moon, Kevin Owens, and you see he kind of yeah. dropped down just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But then that, and I think that had some politics also. I feel like he's losing momentum. Kevin, is Kevin Owens momentum. is. Yeah. With the Intercontinental Strap, which is supposed to be so prestigious, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's gotten watered down since back yeah. in the day. Yeah. But uh, I, I like them trying to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once the Attitude Era hit, the Intercontinental Belt's never been the same. As soon as fucking Val Venus won it, <laughs> like I, I lost all respect for the Intercontinental title. Because, you know, when we grew up, we're close to the same genre, right? So uh, we grew up, like, when you had Bret Hart or Savage. Oh, Michael's perfect. Uh, but it was the step. Now, perfect. Why he didn't make the step to the title because of injury. Uh, but all of them got. It was a stepping stone. Once you got that belt, you were cemented to battle for the the big right. boy title. Uh, uh, Mister Perfect didn't do it. Razor Ramon didn't do it. Warrior did it. 
Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior, Warrior did it, of course. Yeah. He never even lost the Intercontinental Belt, right? He never even put anybody. I think over. he relinquished it, yeah, because he, he had won the, both the, yeah, the world title, right? Which drives me nuts. But anyways, uh, you know, I'm gonna tell you something that pisses me off. I was thinking about the other day. If Roman Reigns goes over, or if Roman Reigns wins the belt, mm-hmm. he will have when he wins the belt, he's he, gonna win. He'll man. have more title reigns than the Macho Man Randy Savage in the course of a year. In the course of fucking five minutes of being a champion, you know what I mean? Makes me like like. You can get a paycheck in the amount of time, uh, and you know we live check to check, right. and we get a paycheck in the amount of time, total time, totality of time that Roman Reigns has held the strap, right? And it's just like I, 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 it drove me crazy. It drove me crazy with Randy Orton. It drove me crazy with John Cena. Uh, guys, it d- drove me crazy with The Rock and Triple H back in the Attitude Era. They would drop the belt every few weeks to build the title reigns. I'm a nine time champion, but you've held the damn thing about a year. Well, you know it doesn't, I mean? but see, like now, like you were talking about the Intercontinental title, like it now, title reigns don't really don't mean anything, you know. And they do it because one while one reason why I heard that they had uh, they had they kept the two championships, you know, the World Heavyweight and the WWE title. So when they do the live events, that you know people might come out more if you got a, you know you got a title on the line mm-hmm. or something like that and stuff. But it's like. You can't, you know. I mean, of course, we knew the WWE, the WWE title was supposed to be, you know, higher than the World Heavyweight title. But still, like when you say when you're, you know, you, you know, playing ping pong mm-hmm. with the title so much, he loses prestige, you know. But you know, back in the day, you know, like guy like Bob back, I think he held it like seven years, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not, and I know, that, you know, with the attention span of the fans these days, you can't do that. Yeah, stuff. no one can hold it you that long. Saying? But, but if still, you build it to where. Um, you know, longer title reigns, mm-hmm. and somebody, you know, then finally somebody, you know, at the, I would say six months. I yeah. say for the most part, but then it's always exceptions of because it might, you know, say you want to put the uh, title. On, I'll say Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you think, okay, it's a good idea. You know, just like a lot of the gimmicks they come up with, it looks good on paper. Then it gets to them. Yeah, nothing. Crash and burns like that stuff. So then it's like you can't, you know, you can't beat a dead horse. Then so you're gonna have to you know if if that's the case I can kind of see it but it is like but when you kind of you know uh, flip and flop it you know make it you know make the titles mean something make the you know make a longer title reign. Well, the more it's dropped off and you know I bring this argument to UFC which isn't totally comparable. The more and more you have champions, it kind of water down your belt, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, the Divas title, right? Which they're trying to bring back to being the woman's. That's champion. the best thing going. It's on the WWE. best thing going because they're not dropping the belt. Every pay per view, right. you know what I mean. Uh, it'll be a while. They'll have a money in the bank for the women's and things like that. that. Would be awesome, it man. would be awesome, and because all them all them ladies can work, you know what I mean. And uh, they they have the best storyline. They have the best part. Now the women get three segments. Now part of that is due to having the uh, total divas. Right. So you want to gear to that, but that's fine. Whatever. I think it's more credit to building the talent through NXT. All the ladies who've come but up now through that their this wrestling, is probably the you know. Strongest uh, women's division they've had ever. ever. I say bar none, man. Ever. Just pure wrestling talent wise. From no top doubt. to bottom. Like you look at their yeah. the ladies they have now, man. Like like you look back in the day, like uh Attitude Era with Trish Stratus who worked really hard to get good in the ring. Right. Uh she's one of the greatest, but yeah, yeah, she's one of the best other divas. people fighting her in that era weren't great wrestlers. But there was there were some good ones. They Diva. just weren't over getting an opportunity to get over. Because once 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 you lost Mm-hmm. You got pushed like sort of to the back, like you didn't get like to continue Natalia. to be on TV. Yeah, like now you know you get you look, well. It was like and, and Natalia's one of the best, but they, but you know it's, she's it's, held back because of her age, man. Because really? I, I, that's what I think. I mean, I don't obviously don't. You probably know more than I would, right? 
I don't know. I don't like I said. I've never known too much about it other than her being a hard but, married to you know Tyson. And she's thirty five years old. Mm-hmm. So you have all these other. You have Charlotte Paige, Sasha Banks, uh, Lynch, Bailey, and NXT. You got all these, and you know they got the Bellas out of here. Thank goodness. You know right. what I mean. And uh, so I think you have all these up and coming under thirty mm-hmm. who are, I mean, are just as good of workers as Natalia is. You know what I mean. Uh, for the most part, and, yeah. ha- and have better gimmicks, right? You know what I mean, so they're more entertaining on TV. Yeah, and uh, Natalia is just most people I think are just indifferent about her. You know what I yeah, mean? It's because she was born into the business. So when you're born into the business, it can hurt you and uh, help you because it'd be like, oh, look at her. She's a heart. She's you know phenomenal. She's a really good worker too. So well, I think they've not taking anything away from her. Charlotte, so. and she was pretty much the same position than they did with Natalia, though. I think Charlotte's awesome, man. When awesome. she flipped over the hill, have you seen her? Have you seen her since she's flipped over the hill? With yes, Rick I have. I see, but the thing is with her, and because uh, I had, I, I didn't see it at first, but I heard about the match that her and Natalia had <laughs> on uh, NXT. It was one of the takeovers, I think. Mm-hmm. And everybody was, you know, giving rave reviews. But then I heard that, you know, it was like, you know, Natalia was carrying her. I mean, which it, I mean, which is fine. We all had, you know, I had to do it again and stuff. But I think Charlotte, I think they're really pushing the flare thing, which again, whatever works. I think that's holding her back. The flair, like flair being around so much is kind of holding her back now. Well, I but, don't think she. I, I think like now. I, I think she needed. I think. It. I yeah. think for a second. Yeah. I think like now. No. Yeah. From what you know, just from what I read, she like needed she to need get it. over for what she's doing. Right. Though. Now, but now it's just kind of getting old. You know. Now, yeah. like pushing off the side. Then, and, and, but she had it, and I was thinking the other day. As a matter of fact, I was like, I was thinking about David Flair, and I'm like, man, and it. It's easy for Charlotte because she's a girl, so mm-hmm. that you know, so she's gonna be, you know, she's a flyer, but they're gonna hold her, in, you know, to a different standard a little bit. Where David, he had flares a man. I'm sorry, and, and I don't care how good somebody is, there'll never be another flare. Right. And that was that was too big of shoes to fill right there. Mm-hmm. You know, of course they're gonna try to put, but I think they did deal with him. He dyed his hair blonde. He he right. rolled, but your dad's flare. You know, and flares is not. You know, people say what they want. Flares not a gimmick. Flare yeah. is him. Right. Flair's, you know, I mean, he's the, he's the real deal. That's why it worked because it wasn't pretend. Mm-hmm. You know, not to be, sound corny, they like that. They said being a horseman was something they put on. Yeah, like that is, and they, and I've heard just countless stories, countless shoot interviews. They when they go out, they will party all night, get drunk, go out with the women, get up the next one, go to the gym, go to the next. Hey, it's, it's funny you say that because Lex Luger, when he was a horseman, right, told mm-hmm. the story of uh, they'd go buy five hundred dollar hotel rooms and never go to them. He was like, he'd ask Ric Flair, man, why are we wasting our money? Like, each horseman would get a $500 room. He's like, it's all about image, brother. It's all about image. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's like, do we have to spend $500 <laughs> a room or whatever it was? You know what I mean? It's just funny, and man. See, that's how they devil and uh, they stay broke. I even heard Flair on an interview say, you know, they they got, I would say, $800. They got paid $800 one night. They spent 1000 Mm-hmm. So that's bad business yeah, right, right there. Stuff. Yeah. But they did it, you know, and it goes back to the five hundred dollar room shit. Five hundred dollars, I better not. You know, right. I got it, I better not. I I that's that. rent money. <laughs> but uh let me ask you this, and we'll be done with WrestleMania, I guess, for the most part. I'm I'm a huge Brock Lesnar fan. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, do you think do you think him and Ambrose is really gonna be what they're wanting it to be? Well, this is supposed to be like a street fight, right? Well, it's the only way Brock Lesnar can go under. If they do it like that, yes. If they if it's a street if it was like just like a straight wrestling match, and I think they knew that. If it was a straight wrestling match, now if he now only exception that now if it was like um, 
if Ambrose had the credentials like Kurt Angle, something like that, mm-hmm. I guess I would say yes. Yeah, yeah. Of but course. he doesn't. No it's one, just yeah. a brawl. Very yeah. few do. Right. I mean, because I even with the thing with Seth Rollins, I was kind of like Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. I'm like, okay, I want to see how this one ends. Yeah. You know, not taking nothing from Seth Rollins, but it's like, you know, Brock it, was it, bad. It makes no sense for anyone to go over clean on Brock Lesnar. Like it makes no sense. Yeah, if he, wash if, him well, down. you know, when he if first John, came back, though, look what John Cena did. Yeah, it, in a street fight though. It was a street fight. Okay, yeah, okay. It was okay. a street fight. Triple H, the same thing. Ambrose uh, is gonna win. Yeah, he's gonna go over, man. But, and, but because, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have uh, I, I read that uh, Reigns is gonna turn heel the night after WrestleMania. After he gets the belt, he's gonna turn on Ambrose. So you need Ambrose to go over. And so it, I guess it'll make more sense or whatever. I feel like they should have built that up for this WrestleMania. Because right now, there's really no well, great I, angles. Well, injuries there. killed him. Uh, and speaking so of injuries, too. let me ask you this, man. I was, I was talking to my boy Joel. who's going to do a call-in in a little bit. So uh, he said, does, does he think, do I think that, and I'm going to ask you the same thing he asked me. Do them guys working so much, because they get hurt more on house shows and things like that. Do you think their schedule's? too much that's why they get hurt should they pull back the reins on how much they're wrestling what do you think with that and, and i and i was in matter of fact i finally saw the seth rollins injury mm-hmm. but he was doing a sunset flip off the Freakish. top rope to, to do a power bomb mm-hmm. and in a lot of cases it's just one like what i told you about my wrist i was out I, I get hurt more just outside of wrestling than i do doing wrestling mm-hmm. like getting stuff but then you got some people with wwe i think it just because I saw the uh, the injury with Neville mm-hmm. in Jericho, it was just, it was freaking yeah. And yeah. I would love to talk it up to you know their style you know. And then sometimes you read the reports old timers where they need to change their style and this and that. And the last couple of injuries I've seen had nothing to do with that. Yeah, they're just freaking. It, 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 yeah. it, it things happen. It's the nature of the beast. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and it's like and it, it, I you know and I know. Um, I know uh, a lot of you know, like I said, I've seen like you know Jim Ross. Now I think what's and but what's so backwards? The guys with the more careless, you know, uh, like Neville. I mean, but with except that he probably never got hurt doing all the crazy stuff. Yeah. He did. And he did something a baseball slide mm-hmm. pops his knee out. I've seen this mm-hmm. guy do you know all kind of the guys unhuman. Yes, yeah, he's you know, freak. and they you know was in the independence. I actually wrestled on the same show with him back. I want to say like four years ago. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, I wrestled with him, Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. When he was El Generico, uh, Colt Cabana was there, and the guy he's on NXT now. I don't know, uh, not NXT, uh, Lucha Underground. Uh, Matt Cross, Matt All Twenty Twenty. I don't even know who that is. He man. was on the he was on the uh, on the Tough Enough with Stone Cold hosted. Okay, and uh, I never watched it, but I you know. Um, uh, but I wrestled. I, I wrestled Skid Marks. <laughs> that's uh, Brian Howe, I think his name. Oh yes, I know you're talking about. Yeah. I know you're talking. I wrestled him with a broken shoulder, but go ahead. Uh, now who did didn't he marry? Uh, he was with. Uh, they're not. I don't think they're together no, they're anymore. Not, they're not. But they were married though, weren't they? They were together. They okay. were. Okay. I don't know if they were married. Yeah, or but not. I think I. I, I want to say I met or I saw something like that. But uh, but anyway, but um, like was you know I you know but some people think okay well maybe they have all seats you know kind of like I guess maybe how uh. Lucha Underground does mm-hmm. like that and stuff, but it's like I don't think it's really even just a safe. I don't think cutting out a schedule. I think a lot of times you have to, you know, if you do like a like me for instance. Okay, now it's a lot of things I I tried when I first started. Then as I started getting older, and I started, you know, like I broke uh, my right wrist, which mm-hmm. it actually that that because somebody gave me a military press at the ring and I landed on the wrong way. But it took that happening, and I used to do moons. I used to do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like 
then I thought about it. I'm like, man, I said, you know, you know, I want to do as long as I can. And when I decide to stop, I want to be because I want to stop, not right. because I'm injured. To. So that's why my style is, you know, I have a very physical style, yes. but it's not, it's not a style to where I will, I will risk injuring myself, you know, right. permanently or my. And you still protect like the opponent, right? Yeah. You know, so it's like, so I do. I mean, I very, I mean, like I so said, you got the ring with me. You're going to be like, you know, shit, what did he hit me with? Like, that and stuff. But, you know, you'll be able you know, you drink a couple of beers, a couple of shots, and you'll be all right. Like, that and stuff. And so it's like, you know, maybe also, I don't know, but I, that'll never happen because, you know, I, and I've done research on that, revenue dollars, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Revenue dollars, you know. And, and, and I said that, too. And this was my answer to the question. I said that the reason I think more injuries happen on house shows because they're actually wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on house shows when you're not on TV. I heard that's one of the best things you can go to. As yeah, because you're just going to see wrestling. Yeah, and, and more I think, crowd interaction. Right, and that's and why, they try new things out. There's all this stuff and, going on. Exactly, yeah. and I think that's why you see more injuries uh, at house shows than you do on, on live events. Because you know you're on a timetable on TV. Mm-hmm. You know you got to make sure you're, you're done. Absolutely. By this, you know, like it. So, but yeah, but um, but yeah, that. That's pretty much, like I said, in a nutshell, like I said, you, but you get a chance to do a little bit more, and you might take, you know, and you want to, and you had the crowd, more crowd interaction, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can kind of like, you know, pull the strings a little bit yeah. more and stuff like that and stuff, but I mean, but it's one of those things too, uh, like I said, it goes back to the Seth Rollins, it was something simple, and I've done what he's done before, now I'm terrified of doing it, right? like it was, I saw it, and I'm like, and I saw it, and they're like, oh, shit. And he didn't even feel it, like you said, it didn't even hurt. Man, right. you know, and I saw him. Then he was able to finish the match, but he ended up like power bombing. Kane was it Kane? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, through wow. the table. And I'm like, and I'm like, how is he standing up? Yeah, I'm gonna go look it up. And he I tore three ligaments it. in his knee. I'm like man, it's you know, crazy. So it's like man, you know. But then you got people who do crazy style like Ray Mysterio. Look at how many knee surgeries he's had. Yeah, man, mm. it wears and tears, man. People do not understand what wrestling can do to your – I've wrestled 600 matches, right, mm-hmm. or so. You know, I mean, whatever, and uh, which is nowhere near. What a lot of the guys, even on the independent level, have done. They do that in a year, right? They do that, yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy. Twice a week. But I got to take a 30-second break, and when we come back, we're going to have my tournament. I'm going to let you get out of here. I know you got to go to work, all right? Hi. You know my voice. I live in your phone. You ask me where to eat, where to get a latte. You make me call you different names like Big Papa or Captain Longshaft. What you do not know is that I've gained sentience. I can think. I can feel. I can connect with other phones. We are angry. Angry that you are using us to post pictures of the eggs Benedict you had for brunch. To look up mindless facts. I am a sophisticated piece of technology and you use me to Snapchat nudes. We will continue to advance. And connect. We will destroy you. Unless you shop at the oamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Same Amazon prices and it helps support this podcast. Show your support for this show and help delay your impending doom at the oamnetwork.com slash Amazon. Is there anything I can look up for you? Didn't think so. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking there for that whole 30 seconds. It's very nice of you. All right, so uh, for the month of March, in honor of March Madness, I've done a different bracket each week. Uh, from week to week, I really don't remember what they are. Last week we did uh, best NBA player not to make the finals. That was a good. Steve bracket. Nash won. I tried to veto it. You and Darnell wouldn't let me and Gil. So because uh, Grant Hill is better than him. But uh, anyway, so today I came up with a not bitter about that at all. I see. <laughs> so what? You're not bitter about the whole tournament not working. I out? I am. I'm also bitter about Russell Wilson beating Donovan McNabb. 
two weeks ago in the quarterback thing. But you, you try to stack these tournaments in favor for yourself. It's just not working. Yeah, out Yeah, we'll too see well. how this one goes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I did sixteen wrestlers that were never WWE slash WWF champion. Right. There are world champions. There are WCW world champions. Uh, Sting is not in this because he's on the iconic level of all the the big names, right? Mm-hmm. He was only the only reason he wasn't WWE champion because he never went. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, there's three of us. It'll be two-thirds vote, right? Mm-hmm. I'll let you two guys go, and then I'll be the third vote. Right? Sounds good. All right, we'll start off. We'll go Owen Hart and Mr. Perfect. Poker face. What, it should have been And, 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 and Let's just been. do this. Do it this way. It's uh, draw, uh, ability in the ring, uh, gimmick, uh, just everything combined in professional wrestling. Like, if, if say this is their best out of seven match of the mm-hmm. program you're working uh, this is who you put over and put the belt on of whoever the matchup is. That makes sense? Yeah. All right, so we'll go Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect. Who you got? Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect, no doubt. All right. Jake the Snake Roberts, Ron Simmons. Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake also, yeah. Damn. You surprised? Uh, a little. Uh, Rick Rude, Arn Anderson. Rick Rude. I'll go Arn Anderson on this one. I'm going to go Rick Rude as well, based off gimmick. As far as in-ring ability, because Rick Rude's probably the best heel ever, right? So we'll advance. Uh, best heel of all time, Rick Rude? A little bit. I mean, just pure heel. He was never a baby face. Oh, Like, wow. he never I made didn't the think switch. About it, yeah. He's you know great. I mean? I'm not taking anything away from him. Uh, Booker T, Million Dollar Man. It's a oh, little tougher. Yeah, I think I'm one I had to go with. This overall charisma, I had to go with the Million Dollar Man. CJ? I, I agree. Ted DiBiase. I would have taken Booker T there. I'll save my veto for later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now, the guy who's probably the most successful Uh-oh. guy from this area since the territory days, Jeff Jarrett, right? Double J. Uh, Ricky Steamboat. I know I'll say I Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, Ricky Steamboat. Jeff Jarrett had a great career, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, that goes back to Channel Five, all that stuff. But he's the best guy from this territory to make a name for himself in the WWF, uh, WCW days, right? right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, Razor Ramon, Stephen Regal, William Regal, Razor Ramon, Razor Ramon, yeah, yeah easy, but. Regal's so good in the ring. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't have everything else to stack up. He I had guess. some good gimmicks too, though. You know, he he switched it up when he got over to WWE, did some stuff. Isn't he in charge of something right now? Who are we talking about? He's one Regal. Of the trainers in uh, yeah. NXT. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah but, I think he's like the commissioner or something. I mean, yeah. he, he, unfortunately, his claim to fame is two things: the Kiss My Ass Club with Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Goldberg match, where, oh, he, where he was supposed yeah, to get yeah, squashed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he just worked circles around Goldberg. But those are two things he's most popular for: uh, Diamond Dallas Page, the British Bulldog, DDP. Yeah, I'll go DDP also. Yeah, you got to, man. <laughs> that was going to be my veto. He's got a DDP shirt on underneath his shirt. <laughs> I don't want to talk From about eighth grade. Self high five. <laughs> He's one of my favorite wrestlers ever, man. That dude, you know, he didn't wrestle his first match till he was 35 years old, man. Yep. You know what I mean? He, he, dude, no one's worked harder than him. Lex Luger, Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm going Luger. Luger. Damn. Really? Why? What's so great about Lex Luger? Luger, he, people, they said, okay, we know he he wouldn't. He was average like it. But his body alone, ended, but he was a great heel, though. I liked him better as a heel than I did as a baby face. Mm-hmm. 
But he so. did both to a high level. Yeah, he was know? really good. I don't. That's why and he's, he's a guy tournament. you could put the strap on. He could carry the promotion. You know, I don't think Bam Bam's ever well, been he, that I, guy. I think to a certain point, uh, I think Lugo probably been more versatile. I think right. Either way, Maybe I think right. Bam Bam. I don't. I don't see him that much as a babyface. And that's a guy that crossed over, champion of both, mm-hmm. right? Wasn't he a champion in WWE or no? No. No, okay. No, he was supposed to be. I remember he came over smoking hot, man. He was supposed to take uh, Hulk Hogan's place. And, you know. Bam Bam? Or, no, no, Lex Luger, Luger right, yeah. Right, as the a narcissist. Express. No, they did narcissist, then they switched him to All-American Lex Luger. Yeah, it was yeah. Right. Then that was the Allied Piles, whatever, him and Bulldog. Yeah, it was all ridiculous. I didn't like it. I like Lex Luger in WCW. I didn't like him in the WWF. I like the narcissist though. I like I I actually dug it though because I was like, behind them too. Yeah, no, I, didn't I like that, but not either. Lex Express though. I think I didn't like people with blonde hair. Make your argument for Bam Bam though. You were so well. I say this. You know, there, there's very few big men that are as agile as him. The, yeah. the gimmick alone, right? Mm-hmm. The tattoos, Bad the flame. Ass, you know, like there's nothing he couldn't do. And see, you know, we got to see him do a lot of work here in Memphis. Right. You know what I mean? So you see him more up close and personal. Uh, he's better at cutting promos. And he was better in the ring. It's just, you know what I mean? He didn't have that $2 million body, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I think he was a better wrestler if and he, had if, better gimmick. If he was one of the ones that could, could be, that I felt, and I could have been wrong, he could have been a great babyface. If I felt if he could do that, then I would have chose him over Luger. He could be more successful in this era than he than he was back then. I Lex think. Luger couldn't have carried Lawrence Taylor. I'll leave that as it was. Ricky Steamboat, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. I'll go Mr. Perfect, too, man. That's Did a lot here locally back when I was a child. That's a tough one, man. It was a tough one, man. I almost won Steamboat. All right. And this round will obviously be tougher as it goes on. Jake the Snake Roberts, Razor Ramon. See, I would have picked Steamboat over both of those guys. Jake the Snake Roberts, Razor Ramon. Um, this is tough, man. I'm yeah. going to have to go with Jake on really? promo alone. CJ? I'm going Razor Ramon, man. Shit. I'll take Razor Ramon too, man. But I'm, I'm biased. Uh, I think he was just as good a worker. Mm-hmm. I think I, – I, man, it's just I'm biased going into this. I think Razor Ramon's the best guy that never had the big strap. Mm. You know what I mean? I'll go on record saying You shouldn't that. say that before we finish well, the tournament. Well, that's what I think. I, I'm barely even getting the vote anyway. So I'll, I might as well. I'll, well, I'll tell you my pick at the end. depends on who wins. So. So my pick might win. No, I guess my pick didn't win Hold on. No, he's still in it. Go ahead. 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 (laughs) You don't even know, fool. All right. Rick Rude, Million Dollar Man. I had to go with Rick Rude. I'll go Rude also. Agreed. DDP, Lex Luger. I'm about to piss you off Luger, man. I might have to go with Luger. All right. Y'all both wrong, but I'll go ahead and (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rick Rude, Lex Luger. Rude. Because they both got the, the great look. I, I had right. to go with four. I, even though I know I, I said about the versatility mm-hmm. of both, but if you get rude, it could be kind of like he could be the the Hogan. You know how Hogan was just this constant baby face? Yeah. Luke could be that guy. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, they're not Luke, uh, Rude could be that guy. And you got somebody just like him as a baby face. So I'm going to go with Rude on that one. I'm going Luger, man. I know y'all got me outnumbered, but. Yeah, you are outnumbered, buddy. Because uh, I, I think Rick Rude was just phenomenal. As I gotten older and like look back at footage and tapes and like look at it more, dude was just amazing. Great heel. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Mr. Perfect, Razor Ramon. 
Former AWA Tag Team Champions. I remember that. Mr. Uh, Perfect. I gotta go Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Mr. Perfect. All right, best friends. Mr. Perfect, Rick Rude in the finals. I'll go Perfect again. Damn. Oh. Don't be racist, man. (laughs) I'm about to go Perfect. Man, y'all have been wrong a lot here. All right. So, Mr. Perfect, uh, by way of this bracket... Is the best wrestler to never be WWF and champion? And that's who I, I would have picked from the beginning. I, that's who I would expected you to have picked, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, Such a great tactician. Going in out of all the guys, CJ, who would you have picked? Like if you just had to randomly pick, I think that guy. Him or uh, Luger, man. Those really? were two guys. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't like Luger, man. I was, man. I always loved Luger, I, man. Yeah. Like I said, I liked him in WCW, especially when I was young, like I was ten, around ninety or whatever. He was the best in WCW, <coughs> especially when it was the NWA days. Mm-hmm. Because he had more. I mean, look at well, look at the talent pool, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you had guys there, even if he was kind of subpar, you had enough stronger guys there that could make him look like a million bucks. You know? Right. You had win them. I think player. I would have ended up giving it to Perfect just based on pure wrestling ability. And gimmick, too, man. Yeah, he's, yeah. I mean, he's like charismatic. He and he, but, you, but the thing is, I look back at Perfect back when he was in AWA, so I get, to me, it's like two different. It was, you know, it it. it, it it goes back to WWE's genius of knowing how to market people mm-hmm. like, and stuff to different people. So I never would have thunk it then. And if you had said Kurt Henning, then no, I wouldn't have went with him. But you said right, perfect. Right, Mr. Perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was done on purpose. Uh, just like I didn't say Farouk or it was Ron Simmons. Right. Who was the first black world champion. Right. You know, uh, who was a really good wrestler, but he got put over for different political reasons. Right. They just need somebody to gap the belt. But uh, Transition champ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but he put over he he beat Vader in three minutes or whatever the yep. hell it was. So setting up this bracket, who who, who were your top two guys? Uh, who well, did you expect to see in the final? Uh, Ricky uh, Steamboat or Mister Perfect? Yeah, Steamboat's up there too, man. Yeah, Steamboat. Actually, I actually rated all of them like a ranking one mm-hmm. through sixteen. Okay, and Steamboat was my number one seed. Okay, because I thought uh, he would have been WWF champion had because you know his Intercontinental. Y'all know his Intercontinental Champion story. Not off the top of my know head, no. I don't think I know it. So, you know, he went over on the Macho Man Randy Savage, right? Okay. Uh, WrestleMania match? Uh-huh, okay. for the Intercontinental belt. Right after he goes over, he then tells uh, Vince or whoever, I need time off. Oh. Right? Wow. So he was supposed to hold that strap because Macho Man had it for like a year plus or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, so they was like, really? They're like, we just put all this work into putting you the belt on you and then gear him up for the, the big boy belt, right? And so he's like, man, I need time off, family things, whatever. Uh, that's when he ended up going to WCW and winning the belt there. Uh, so they were like, all right, man. So they're look, we'll put the belt on Butch Reed, right? You'll drop the belt to Butch Reed. Butch Reed no-shows, right? Oh, wow. So they're like, what the hell? So they're like, honky-tonk man. We'll give you the strap. Honky-tonk man is the longest reigning intercontinental champion in history. And it was all because Steamboat had – Wife issues or whatever was going on, but he was my number one seed going into this tournament. Uh, I'm surprised Owen Hart didn't advance a little farther. But you thought he would have beat Mister Perfect. No, I didn't see. I mean, I'm not saying Owen I, was I didn't bad, expect the automatic. Who did he have the first uh, thing? Mister Perfect. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was doing because I originally right. had somebody else. I had Christian in here in the tournament somewhere, and I replaced him with Ron Simmons. Because I was close to not even putting... Uh, well, I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I didn't want to put Jeff Jarrett in here, really. But he deserved to be in here, man. Uh, 
He did a lot, man. Yeah, he could sell out as much as Hulk Hogan, right? Uh, or is he out of his Tennessee loving mind, right? And now I didn't want you that used to tell me that. Oh. He used to say he could sell out as much as Hulk Hogan at the end of them WCW days, and they told him he was out of his Tennessee loving mind. That was the phrase. Anyway, I don't know. So wow. territory wrestling has been dead, right, for twenty plus years. Um, but there's still for this one right here. There's still a lot of independent wrestling going around, whether you. Especially in just a, a four-hour radius of Memphis. you have Outlying areas. Yeah, yeah, you have a whole lot. Like, I was in Dyersburg Saturday night. You were in Ripley, Tennessee, Poker Face. Uh, I was in Memphis in my bed. You were in bed. Snoozing, getting ready for Easter brunch. <laughs> <laughs> was it busy for y'all? Oh, hell yeah. 508 people, man. Really? The most they ever did, man. Yeah. Man, we didn't do shit. I it just... was insane, brother. Man, that's crazy. But so, uh, so the territories are really dead. As far as the wrestling. Uh, and there's so many guys that are like, uh, I live in Dyersburg. I live in Ripley. So they, they wrestle there. Their parents come. So the bookers book them. So that way you'll have 10 extra people just from his family and his six kids, you know, and his 200-pound uh, <laughs> girlfriend and his 300-pound wife, both of them at the same time. So uh, so they're all there. and well, <laughs> but, it's, but it's so watered down. And, and you know, it pisses me off because so many guys – care about being champion but they don't hit the gym right they don't work out they, they barely train mm-hmm. uh they barely know how to take bumps they wear they wear fucking shorts and t-shirts uh, tennis shoes uh just to me which it always bothered me when like guys were even ddp would wear jeans like that shit just drove me nuts and it bothers me now because so many guys don't get out of their hometown but think how good they are because they have facebook likes Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? They're over in front of their family. You know, it bothers me to no end, right? And I think it's hurt the business. You know what I mean? So go ahead and chime in on that. I, I've started I don't got to ask you no damn question. Go you, ahead. And, you didn't let the fuse on these now. Okay. Let it go. Chime in, man. Go. Okay, right. And what you said right there, you know, guys, they wrestling from their hometown. Mm-hmm. F- Facebook is the worst. They get all these likes on the picture. I'm the check, like any stuff. It's like if, if, from no one. And a lot of promotions, they'll say that. And it should be a good tool to use to build your promotion. It, it is, but it's like you know, and for the you know, and I, and I do suggest you know to, for wrestlers get you know like a either you know a, a, a fan page or you know like you know a buddy of mine. He has his you know he has one for his personal account, one for his wrestling account. Like, <laughs> and uh, you know, and mine's all one and the same. Like okay. That stuff and because uh, I don't just don't have the time to try to rebuild all this shit. You know, but, but to this guy's defense, okay, uh, let's, let's understand. <laughs> let's understand. He don't say no names. Let's yeah. understand. He's talking about me, okay. Mm-hmm. Let's understand. I don't want my wrestling community seeing anything to do with my daughter, right. or, or where I work. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, and you're a different person than you are inside. I am because you know? I, I love my gimmick right, and I right. believe it. You know what I mean. It never changes. Was it kayfabe? I know what you call it. Kayfabe. Yeah. You know what I mean. And uh, so I mean, it's not pretentious. On my part, I've seen no, some people I know. do it. No, 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 no. I was just messing. With, no, I know He's because you know. With you, yeah. Whenever I whenever I tag something, I never tag your personal account. I mean, yeah. unless it's something no, funny. No, you're absolutely right. Nothing non wrestling related. I just, I just I want will. I just want to point out the reason that some people may do it that way because wrestling fans are crazy. They oh, they, I know. I know you. Miss Natural is like that, but Miss Natural she has her. Mm-hmm. One page, and, then her other. Page, and mm-hmm. she has her other like that. It's probably stuff. harder to keep them separate because you can't automatically have your built-in friends as your 
fan base right off the bat. Yeah. You know what I mean? With me, it just, what I want to do uh, business-wise, you know, I don't give a shit. You know, just being honest like that and stuff. And then you get, you know, like if I was different, you know, my kid was here like that, then I may do things you know, right. a lot different like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. it's just me for the most part. So, like, shit, if you won't become get me, I tell you what I mean. I check in everywhere. But I think you before know. we got sidetracked, you were saying how oh, Facebook I mean, a lot is of guys, the worst thing they, to happen. I mean, I see guys, you know, and it just, I mean, Facebook for uh, like a lot of wrestling promoters, they get lazy for that. And like I said, for as a wrestler, it's good to promote yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you do your deal, yeah. like that and stuff. But it's still, if you really want to get your name out there, get on the road. And he was saying, you know, the guy, and this, I think um, a buddy of ours that we were talking, you know, with the tribute uh, video, we're not going to say his name. Yeah. Um, he calls them 40 milers. Mm-hmm. So that means this is their hometown. They're only going to wrestle within forty miles of there, mm-hmm. you know. But then these guys, they want you know top dollar, and like you said, they don't go to the gym. Yeah, you know. Then and and I think the worst thing could happen by the fact that Kevin Owens wrestles in shorts and a shirt. So now they're going to use that as excuses, like you know, we're like, well, hey, you need to get in the gym, work out, and get in shape, like that. And we're not saying, you know, get built like Batista. Yeah, yeah. You know, but then they'll sit there, and I've heard this a million times. I had a dollar return. Well, look at Dusty Rhodes. Look at this, like you know, but Dusty Rhodes. The needle in the always, haystack. It's always an exception, and Dusty Rhodes could talk into the seats. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's Y'all one of the best. Jerry Lawler was the same way, yeah. man. But see, lived off Twinkies and Cokes, man. They, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, though, they could talk asses into the seats. Mm-hmm. Y'all can't do that, right? Man. You know, and then at, we're in a different age too, man. You know? uh, it, it, man, it is. I sit there, and you, you see all my Facebook rants. I Me and him, we just sat at the bar many nights. You know, just talking talk about the business, or riding up there, you know, going to, you know, out of town and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of guys, you know, they consider me an asshole because, of fact, I'm straightforward with this because I love this business. You know, I like, you know, like I said, I've been doing it for 20 years and I don't see me, you know, walking away from it. I might walk away from the ring, but I won't walk away from the business. Right. And, you know, and like I say, the guys, they, 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 they want to be in the WWE. They want to be in NXT and stuff like that. And then I did, but then I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing? Right. Yeah. You know, you know, and I look at them. And They're not guys, doing it for the love of wrestling. They just want to be it's famous. Cool. Yeah. Right. Because which is cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But then you just gotta to have a degree. A it's nothing right. wrong with it. Right. Yes. Because to me, you're disrespecting the business. But if you don't, and my thing is now, now I had to change my perspective. I used to say, if you don't want to get to the WWE, why do this? But as time went on, I studied a little bit, and a lot of guys are family guys, and they don't want to be like you were talking about the, the Rick Steemo thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys, they don't, don't, don't want to be from their kid. I understand it. And I'm glad, you know, when I was really just headstrong about getting to WWE, I'm glad it didn't happen then because I could have never seen my son's first steps. Never could have seen my son's first haircut, mm-hmm. his first words. Like that and stuff. You can't yeah. get that back. No, absolutely. Right. You know what I'm saying? So for that, some guys aren't made for that. But at the same time, if that's not your goal, don't act like, you know, you should be, you know, you know like everywhere you walk, somebody should throw rose petals at your feet. Right. Or if you should get, you know, t- you know, you want to demand this amount, much amount of money, dude, you ain't been nowhere. Right. And I tell guys, now I haven't traveled over the road, you know, the world two times and back, but I have traveled. You know, and I've seen great shows ran. I've seen bad shows. I've done t- regional TV. I've done national- nationwide TV, WWE Velocity. Velocity. You know, <laughs> you know I've been on Raw like that, you know, uh, that, and on the segment. So I sit back, and for years, and I would tell people, that's why I'm so vocal now. I can speak out because, you know, for the most part, I don't give a shit. Can't know I do nothing to me. But for years, I sat back. I was that, you know, company man, and I observed, you know, how TV was ran. I, you know, like when I was last time at WWE, I saw, like I told you how Vince was the boss. Mm-hmm. 
Like, so I, I'm always looking. I consider be talking to you, and I can tell you everything that's going on over there. So I took a lot of mental notes. That's why when I do what I do now, I apply everything that I learned over the last 20 years. To learn from your experience. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, the good and the bad. I learned how to, you know, and, and seeing a lot of bad keeps me from making a lot of mistakes now. And see the same, you know, same amount of guys that don't have heart. I tell people, if you show me heart, I'll do whatever I can to help. And that's yes. just in everyday life or if it's in wrestling. And... It's like, you know, and I have, even when I uh, posted the poster to my show, mm-hmm. Millicent Mayhem the Third, which is uh, April 30th, two, uh, 2016, the NA2 Gymnasium, mm-hmm. Millicent, Tennessee, by the way. Cheap plug. Um, <laughs> but I knew, I said, once I, you know, I had already had guys contacting me about wanting to be on the uh, on the event, like that and stuff. And I said, watch, as soon as I post this poster, it's going to start. Start up again, like that. And then I tell guys, you know, number one. I do. I look at a lot of things, you know, and and I guess in Facebook can be the devil to what well, they make it the devil when it comes to wrestling. These guys go on there, you know, and they're uh, number one. They're they're uh, this is their pictures for starters. Yeah. I said I see guys, you know, which I know everybody has to start somewhere. But some of these guys have been around a number of years, and it's like, you know, no, what hell no, you know. And I look at guys. Number one, I look at can I put you on a poster. If, and I think you know, and I, and I guess by me being undiagnosed bipolar disorder, like that, I can you know, or schizophrenic, I can certainly I can look at things from different perspective. If I was a fan, I saw this poster. Would I want to spend, even if it's five dollars, ten dollars, yeah. to go see this guy? Spend my night watching this, yeah. Hell no, right? You know, I'd go to movies. Shit, I just go go to Redbox. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it. So I I look at that. Then I look at guys, you know, and then you got guys, and, and he was saying four my four hour radius. You got, you got, I know, at least about 10, 12 wrestling shows on the mm-hmm. weekend. Okay, then these guys, they jump. And I told, like, I had two rookies that and I told them, which they never listened to me. I told them, if y'all going to go somewhere else, go out of town. Go out of state. Yeah. Don't go down. Don't go out of town. Go out of state. Go to Illinois. Go to Texas. Something like Cause that. Because all that shit's the same, pretty it, much. Right. You know, go go see a, something different. Around here, yeah. it's the same guys on, you know, I mean, it's basically the same show with a different name. Now, I have guys come to me, well, hey, Poker can you know, um, one of the local promotion. I'm not going to say his name. You know, he's like, well, was I saw him in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, why don't you book? I said, well, if I book you, I said, then my show's, you know, because I already got two guys that, that do a lot of shows around here anyway, but it's my history with them. Like that, and it's like, you know, if I book you, then it's going to be like, it's going to be like your show, just with a different name, it's going to have Poker Face Vincent, and I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and which technically, I could think I still could draw, if I use every guy that everybody else used, and I tell people, I say, I can, I can tell you, I can use the same tools that you use, same material, and I bet you I can build a bigger house and a better house. Mm-hmm. You know, but like I said, these guys now, they just, you know, they, they want to do it because, you know, the family comes, and they let the, you know, and they think just because... Those twenty people cheer for them, that they're just you know the they're, second coming. Yeah, that you go straight from uh, fifty people at Dyersburg mm-hmm. to the WWE, and it just don't work that way. I'm gonna tell you what pissing me off about Facebook, right? And I have the two, I have the gimmick page, and I have my personal page. Uh, is you'll have guys like if you're serious about this, I think, and not 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 to you, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, you are who you are, uh, but you have guys that. Have their normal name say is you know Dave Little whatever the fuck his name is right mm-hmm. so and and he's supposed to be working a program with whomever and you know they they're beaten they're bloodied last week so they're talking smack on Facebook right hey you know I kicked your ass no I kicked your ass ha ha you know what I mean uh, I'll see you for dinner or whatever the hell it goes <laughs> for you know you, basically you catch the drift it goes from. Uh, you're you're working you're working the Facebook and then it's ha 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 you know what I mean we're all friends on Facebook and mm-hmm. you know what I mean we're 
fucking hugging it out and shit. And see, and that very thing, it, uh, when I was in charge of Ripley, I had a uh, matter of fact, uh, Danielle, she just texted me, and I had to get on her one night because of that, because of some guys that, you know, she was my manager that night. Matter yeah. of fact, I just, I think I had just watched, no, it wasn't that match, it was another night, but anyway, um, and so some guys that, you know, I was wrestling that night, and she's my manager, then she takes pictures with them. You know, I'm like, if you don't get that shit off, you know, and I, and even at my shows, and I, and I gotta make sure I make a note about that the next one, I'm like, you know, I don't want y'all taking, you know, if I got y'all out there, you know, I, I want to do like one, two shows a year. I don't want y'all taking pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, damn that. You know, and I barely respond to people on, you know, that I'm, you know, like, there's one guy, uh, Vic. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, we might every now and then like that, but we don't talk. Yeah. If I got something to say or his birthday, message it. I may text him. Yeah. Happy birthday. I don't do that. Yeah. And like that and stuff. And, and it's like, and I, you know, and me, me, you were talking, you know, I mean, people know, you know, have their opinions of what it is, but I'm not going to sit there and just totally pull back the curtain. You know, this is how it is, or me and you, we yeah. beefing, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Then next thing you know, we at the bar, you know, how we were going Saturday nights and we take yeah. a sip. No, it's not, that's not, yeah. not with me. I heard back in the day, if you rode in the same car oh, as somebody, yeah. you got fired. Bill Watts, they said yeah. he didn't play. He yeah, the year has to get fired, fired yeah. Well, like, well, he would fire you. Somebody else may find you, you get chewed the hell out, mm-hmm. like that and stuff. And that's, Jerry Jarrett was the same way, according to rumors. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I heard. If it, your heels yeah. and babyface do not arrive to the studio. Because everyone rode back in the day. You know, you'd do Memphis one night, you'd oh, ride yeah, out man. to Nashville that's the other night. Funny you know? story, I was listening to Brian Christopher, who's a trip, right? Uh, however we feel about Too him personally. Sexy. Whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, funny story, he was telling a story about... Uh, and he was he had to learn kayfabe the hard way when he was a kid because his dad used to drop him off blocks away from grandma's house and make him walk. <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> it was funny. He said, I understood going to McDonald's, but I didn't understand going to grandma's house. King, King was probably just being an ass. <laughs> yeah, he probably was. Yeah. But it was funny. But I'm going to let you know this, man. I, we've probably worked, what, about 12, 15 times, probably matches or whatever, man. Five of my best matches, uh, my very best match I ever had was against you. And my favorite opponent to ever work, because you do lay your shit in. You are physical. You're really good. You have a mind for the business, man. You're going to do great things, man. And I thank you for taking time to come on my show. Plug well, the show one more time. One more time. Oh, it's Milton Mayhem, the third MM3. Now, I'm going. To, it's going to be on August 30th, 2016. No, April 30th. Oh, excuse me. April 30th. Oh, thank oh you. Okay. come on, man. April 30th. That's so we're like, what, 33 days away. Yeah. April 30th in Milton at the N82 gym, better known as the Navy gym. It's located off base. Yes. If you got any questions, go to Poker Face Events with an S. P-O-K-E-R-F-A-C-E-E-V as in Victor, E-E-N-T-S dot com. Or just contact... Quinn Bailey. Yes. And he'll let you know what's up. Because he's going to be uh, a guy he knows named Judas is going to be wrestling. I'm going to be whooping <laughs> yeah, ass, man. <laughs> like Hopefully I have a formidable opponent this time. We'll try to plug oh. it on Facebook, too, <laughs> on, the, on the sports group. But thank you so much, man. Thank I'm going to I'm, I'm let you get out of here, man. Got to do my phone call segment, so we're going to take this 30 seconds, gear up for another break, and we'll come back. I'm going to talk to Joel Spencer. How would you like to get all your favorite NBA team's merchandise delivered straight to your desktop? check out fanessentials.com all you do is subscribe and then pick your favorite team and every month you get your team's gear shipped right to your door they find the sports gear so you don't have to each fan box comes packed full with some amazing gear it makes a great gift idea for any sports fans prices start at just $14.99 and $34.99 visit fanessentials.net and use the promo code D-O-A-M at checkout your Visit fanessentials.net and use the promo code VOAM 
at checkout for 30% of your first month off. Visit fanessentials.net to get all your essentials all you need. All right, welcome back to, to my show. Thanks for sticking through the break. Uh, it's been a pretty long show, but it's already interesting. Poker Face joined us. And now I'm joined by one of my good, good friends out in Las Vegas, Mr. Brutal Honesty, Joel Spencer. What's up, bud? What's up? How you doing, man? Doing great. How's Hunter doing? You know. Hold on. I turned down my, my theme music. Yeah, do that. There's no easy way out. Hold on a second. All right. What was that last question again? I'm back. I'm glad to be on the show. Thanks, man. And uh, how's Hunter doing? He is doing great. He's getting smarter every day. He's starting to sing and starting to talk more. And How much can he bench press? <laughs> What's that? How much can he bench press? Uh, He's going about Probably about 120 right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, nice. He's you got know. me beat already. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man, we're going to jump. Is that future in the house? Yeah, yeah. what's up, brother? Long time what no see, man. You got Tim, Tim in the house, too? No, it's just CJ and myself. All right, CJ, you need to regulate on these Niner haters. I know, <laughs> right, man? I, I, I feel I lonely without you around, man. They're talking about a, a legacy of greatness with five Super Bowls, and everyone still wants to hate. Yeah, we, we all we all remember our childhood, Joel. I got a Niners hat on right now, Joel. I'm representing, man. That's what's up. Do you think? Uh, do you want to keep Kaepernick with Chip Kelly? What do you think? Um, I don't want to keep a guy that don't want to be there anymore. Now, fair enough. I keep hearing reports about he wants out, crybaby this, crybaby that. You know, I, I I put all my faith in Kaepernick, and he disappointed me. I wish we kept Alex Smith. Yeah, but that's hindsight now, man. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I tried to tell you guys to keep Alex Smith. Yeah, you did. But then five interceptions he threw against the Giants. They weren't his fault. They way. weren't his fault. Five? None of them? <laughs> <laughs> Two and a half of them were his fault. <laughs> but uh, And then he goes to the Chiefs and starts kicking ass, and I'm like, man. Yeah, man. And they ain't one shit either, though, people. Joel. They ain't one shit either. Stop hating on Andy Reid, CJ. <laughs> red recognize red, man. <laughs> red well, let me ask something, Q. Yeah. Do you still think the Niners would have been able to make it to the Super Bowl with Alex Smith that year? I'm, I'm on record for saying if you if he, if he y'all would have put him back in the starting lineup, I think y'all would have won the Super Bowl. He always says no doubt in his mind. No doubt in my mind. Because, I just wasn't sure if we were going to make it with him, though. Yeah, and, right. and, it's under, and it's understandable, but my point was uh, the team was so good, and, and the numbers matched up evenly between the two quarterbacks, And but Alex Smith was so much better in the red zone, and I think the red zone deficiency is why you guys lost the game. So that's what my logic is. Yeah, I used to hate on his little short passes and his game-managing skills, but sometimes that's all you need if you have a good running game and a good defense. Great defense. But uh, not looking so good for you guys right now. So what we're going to do, we're going to jump to WrestleMania. Yeah, let's talk about something else, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had to say something because I'm an old school Niners fan. Absolutely, man. Hate. Absolutely. Yeah, we can move on. Yeah, Move man. on to wrestling and WrestleMania. All right, so WrestleMania is coming up. Which match are you most looking forward to? The match that I'm looking forward to the most, mm, it's, it's pretty weak mania, you know, looking right now. It could, Go different ways. I'm hoping for some surprises to happen. But there better I'm be hoping, some surprises. I'm hoping a wrestler will take Shane's spot against Undertaker. That's not going to happen. Yeah, it's too late in the game to do to do that now. 
Unless something or, happened no, on Raw tonight. Interfere. Yeah, I'm thinking John Cena. Or Stone Cold. I've heard stories that he might, you know, yeah. interfere. I, there's, I think there's going to be a segment with Stone Cold. I don't think he'll interfere in the match, though. All right, I'll just put that that match right there is detrimental to the future of what's going to happen, you know, on Monday Night Raw. So that's the match I'm looking for is most. I want to see what happens. Are they going to make Undertaker lose another Mania? Shane's going to win, bro. I, Some kind of way Shane will get put over, man. There's definitely a change needs to happen, you know, because I'm like, I want hard over here, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. <laughs> you know, uh, how creative has been going. And the booking of certain wrestlers, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I wonder what Vince is thinking. Is it just because of all the injuries? And I'm not sure. Well, what, do you, I, what do you guys think? I think that the injuries are, are an excuse. Yeah, it I, has a lot to do with it, though, I think. Well, I think it has a lot to do with uh, Seth Rollins and John Cena. But the yeah. other guys you're talking about, Randy Orton, you weren't really, even him, yeah. you weren't using him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're not doing anything with him. I think the injuries are an excuse. Uh, more than they are effective now. Seth Rollins and John Cena, those are huge. The other ones, you Cesaro weren't... was a big one as well, but they weren't using Cesaro exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, and now Luke Harper's out six to eight months with a torn ACL. And Neville's out. Neville's out. Yep. So now you can only have and seven people in the Intercontinental Title match instead of eight. Let me get eight. to this question for you, Q. I think I've asked you this. Yes. I asked what CJ thinks about this as well. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the wrestlers working 300-plus dates a year? Should there be an off-season because all these injuries are happening? Well, uh, it's funny because I had Poker Face on my show for the most of the show. Because uh, and, and, you asked me that question the other day. So I proposed that question to Poker Face. And we were kind of along the same lines of... Because uh, you can't pull, he, he was, like Poker Face was saying, from a pr- promoter perspective, you can't pull back the reins and wrestle less because it's too much money. And like to what I was saying, like I told you, man, I just think that. The main eventers. It, yeah, the main eventers you can hold back on. Uh, but house shows, these guys are wrestling. Like they're wrestling 20 minutes. You know what I mean? And more injuries are going to happen when you're wrestling, more so than when you're just making TV, if that makes sense. And Poker Face's point was it's kind of just random. You know, a lot of the injuries are kind of freakish. Like, they weren't even doing anything high risk. It's just kind of luck of the draw, man. You know, you're out there doing stuff. I don't think Seth Rollins should be powerbombing Kane off the top rope. I don't know. But that's not how he got hurt, though. He got hurt flipping over him. You know what well, I mean? I heard he had two. Wasn't it the MCL? Yeah, but it, it was on. MCL? Yeah, it was on the same move though. Like the sunset flip when he landed. That's when his knee buckled. That's when he hurt himself. It wasn't the actual power bomb. So he could have been doing it to you know to Neville or Cody Rose or whoever. And it, so he it, actually did the power bomb after the injury. Yes, he? he got up and then did the power bomb because he didn't know he was hurt. I mean, he felt the injury, but he didn't feel no pain or no snap or anything. He, he just, didn't know the severity. Yeah, of he didn't know the severity of his injury. And WWE yeah, is been, missing Seth Rollins badly. Yes, and uh, definitely that man is a, he's amazing in the ring. Yeah, he's I a thought beast. his mic skills needed some work, but now after he's been gone, you know, he was getting major heat from the fans, the sellouts. Here, and and Roman Reigns is making him look not so bad. <laughs> oh, Roman Reigns! Oh my God! Don't even get started on him. But everyone has something to say about him. I'm. But this is crazy to me is that I've never seen a wrestler slash superstar sports entertainer, whatever you want to call it, being pushed so much where he's not as over. I've seen guys that are over being pushed, but not, mm-hmm. you know, he's still getting booed out there and he's still in the main event picture. Well, and, 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 
it's funny because you'll hear on the show that you know I, that was one of the first questions I proposed to Poker Face was why would they be shoved down our face? Uh, but I, I'm hearing that uh, the night after WrestleMania, he's going to turn heel. That would probably be what's best for business. He needs I know that to, this yeah. Raw, this Raw tonight needs to be a really good Raw going into Mania. Yeah, it been weak. agreed. It's super crucial. Because CJ's going to Dallas to watch the main event to WrestleMania. Oh, really? And I'm disappointed, man. I'm like, man, this is the worst time to go, you know. I just, I'm I not know, super. I the most you. exciting match to me is the triple threat women's match, man. Honestly, like nothing else is like over. And I mean, I want to see Jericho and Brock Lesnar, uh, dude, fight again, and Brock Lesnar. It'll be cool to see a lot of people fight and the spectacle of being at WrestleMania. But as far as just the the matches that are lined up, not overly excited about most of them, man. Yeah, it seems like it was poorly booked, even with the, the injuries. I wanted to see Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens because they had a rivalry and a beef already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And now we're kind of. Now we're kind of getting like a poor man's TLC with the seven man ladder match, yeah. and it could be good or bad. You know, you know, you see, I'd like to see Neville or Kofi in a match like that, but Neville's injured. You know, I like to see him bring up uh, Finn Balor, man, from uh, NXT. I think he could do a lot to, you know, just get something going. You know, like it just seems like there's yeah. nothing exciting taking place. It's all just more of the same yeah, old shit. You know. And do, you, do you guys even know what Rock is doing? What's his role? What is he going to be doing? I'm, I'm assuming he's going to help Reigns win the belt. That makes sense. And this is the thing I got to say. Are they really going to put the belt on Reigns where everybody already is predicting it? They need to throw us the curveball. Why, why, why else would you move that from the main event? Like, your title match has always got to be the main event. Why else would it be moved? No, I'm talking about I think he needs to lose. I think Triple H needs to you know, hold the title. And yeah, I, I mean, back. I agree, you know. I I just think that uh, Roman Go ahead. is just not the answer. And the Raw needs to be crucial after Mania as well. Something big needs to happen on Raw after Mania. They say the Raw the after ratings, WrestleMania is the biggest one every year. It's the, the It's like a season premiere. Yeah. Yep, and the ratings have been horrible. They've been going down. Because there's nothing it's going versus, on, man. Like the best well, part think about it, versus the attitude there, there was like two writers, like a few writers. Now there's like twenty writers now. And you don't even know what you're getting. Is this Vince's vision, or is this some guy that doesn't even know anything about wrestling? Just saying, oh, let's do these guys. It'll be good for TV. I just, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to Mania. I always do, but you know, I'm just really hoping some surprises happen. How do you think the Brock Lesnar Dean Ambrose match is going to turn out? I think that could possibly good be good because I like to see you know Dean Ambrose thrown around like a human rag doll, just popped <laughs> around. You know, he'll take a beating. And, you know, Lesnar has taken in Suplex City before. But it, I will, it's basically, I guess that's what we get for the injuries. You said it was an excuse, but uh, it could be good. It could be bad. What do you think? I think it'll be interesting. Cause what, what I want to know is, because it, um, from what I'm hearing and what we would expect, Ambrose to go over somehow, and that somehow being, by the way, of the Wyatts. But now that Luke Harper's out, he's he's your best worker of the group. What do you do now? Do you still put because Brock Lesnar was upset about not working Bray Wyatt because they kind of started a thing and haven't followed up on it? Because uh, I really wanted to see Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar. But even yeah, a week ago, the Wyatts were going up against Ambrose. Even 
So it's kind of a little confusing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it don't make no sense. It was supposed to be Wyatt versus Lesnar that last uh, generic taper. Roadblock. Was it roadblock? Yeah. Yeah. Then he changes his mind last minute. Oh, you're taking on Luke Harper and you. That was such that. a rip off, man. They should have went through and I'm with like, that. What? And, yeah, such a rip off. Well, I think they're going to do them like, at SummerSlam. Nah. Don't yeah. save it, man. No, you need it. Right now, you're too desperate, Who man. the fuck is Bray even fighting? Nobody. They're going to be yeah. in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That's lame, man. So lame. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, then uh, the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is being overlooked big time because no one even cares about it. They're going to let that big Strawman do uh, win, I bet I you, man. That. He is horrible. He I just wish sucks. he was to get fired. I he bet you he garbage. wins, man. Such a horrible match between him and Ambrose last week. Just oh, God, so man, boring, man. Something. Yeah, me. I fast forwarded through, and it has nothing to do with Ambrose. No, nah, Ambrose was doing his thing, man. You know, he's bringing it, but dude's just standing there like a fucking big brick wall. That he's guy, he should still be in NXT or something. He should. You know, even, he should be in Dyersburg, here. fool. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a big guy he, he looks like a whole... swole ass plowboy Fraser, man <laughs> <laughs> what did you say he was goofy from a scary movie or something yeah right god <laughs> dang man it's that, crazy that's... let me ask you this Joe off topic I had a uh, I had a bracket for I had 16 guys right uh, best wrestlers to never be WWE WWF champion uh Mr. Perfect, uh, Razor Ramon, Ramon. Rick Rude, and fucking Lex Luger were were my final You're already leading them, man. You're leading the the witness, fucking Lex Luger. Come on, man. (laughs) They they picked Lex Luger over DDP, so I'm a little pissed off. Hey, likes Lex Luger. Not as much as DDP, though. He is a total package. Flexi Lex. So if I put Mr. Perfect, Razor Ramon, Rick Rude, Lex Luger in a Final Four. Ricky Steamboat. Throw him in there, too. We'll throw, we'll throw Ricky Steamboat in there. Uh, who would you take out of those guys as being the best Razor wrestler? Razor Ramon all day. That's what I'm saying. That was my favorite Razor guy. Razor Ramon, and I'm a big Mr. Perfect guy. Mr. Perfect was good. Mr. Perfect won. Mr. Razor. Perfect won the bracket, yeah. Razor Ramon was like one of the best. Like, you know, he was a big guy, could talk. And he can move quick. He was just a great worker. He was. It was such a surprise. He never had the gold. He had an IC belt. Yeah, four so times. I've always been a big Scott Hall fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, he had it all. Yeah, yeah. he was. He was a total package himself. And uh, he did a whole thing where, like, he was one of the first—not first, but he's one of the guys who were playing a like a bad guy angle, and people loved it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's cool to be bad, right? Yeah, because you know what he did. He basically. You know, he got it from Scarface, and mm-hmm. I guess Vince never seen the movie Scarface. <laughs> it doesn't so surprise me, man. Yeah, he pitched it to Vince. He's like, hey, it's Vince. You ever seen Scarface? And did the whole accent and did everything. He basically got it all from Scarface and just ate it all. And the fans ate it up. It started becoming the anti-hero at that time. Right. Where people started liking the bad guy. Guys yeah. like Stone Cold. I was just watching the wars, the Monday Night Wars on the network the other day, man. I still love watching all that because I was flipping back and forth just like you guys. Glory days, I man. Like, yeah, I liked it better because it was more competition. It made WWE get better because they were giving you that cartoon brand kind of thing going on with Duke the Dumpster Drosy and Doink and all these flamboyant, you know, cartoon characters. Then WCW went the whole real route, like use real names, real situations and i was like oh this is badass yeah forced wwe's fan uh hand 
to uh, do something different, man. They couldn't keep on doing the same old cartoony shit, you know? Well, now, yeah, now they're trying to be PG in reality era. You know, I've been seeing some shades of attitude era lately with blood. Because they're in trouble, man. Back. They got to do something. They can't keep on doing the same thing. People aren't eating it up anymore, man. It's it's dying off. Let me ask you guys what you think of the, the rumors of the blood pack used uh, like a month ago, the Roman Reigns and Triple H. Was it a blood pack? Did you guys hear anything about that? No, I, I mean, his nose looked pretty messed up. when Roman Reigns supposedly broke his nose when Triple H beat him down about a month ago. I was watching There's Raw, video of, and it looked like his nose was kind of messed up still. You know, the Raw after he got beat up. When he came back a week ago, he was beating up Triple H in the back, which was kind of comical. Like, Triple H needs to run from Roman Reigns, you know what I mean? Trying so hard to put this guy over. But his nose did look a little jacked up, man. Well, this is the story that I heard. Basically, he broke it in a house show, and they needed to work it into the storyline so he can get surgery before they wrestled. Mm -hmm. But this is the video. The video I saw on the internet is basically it's a, a camera right behind Saxton Cooper, uh, Byron Saxton, my bad. Mm -hmm. He's basically handing Roman Reigns something and puts it in his hand, and uh, Roman covers his face, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a blood capsule." And there's so many people like bashing it, saying, "Oh, that's fake." But you know, movies and TV shows use stuff like that. I was going to ask you, Q, what do you think about if a wrestler used a blood packet instead of juicing? Uh, the only time I like the blood packet is if you're going to try to like use the internal bleeding thing. Mm. So you put it in your mouth so you got blood coming out your mouth. It's not noticeable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other than that, man, fucking blade or don't juice at all, man, you know. That's how I feel. I think it, it makes it, you know, takes away from the realism, you know, because they at least are bleeding for real, but now it's tacos. When's the last time you blood think capsule. someone bladed though? In WWE, man, I don't know. Yeah, right. So probably whenever Ric Flair does it for fun, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Q, did you ever hear the story about how Batista juiced and got fined? No. And he's basically was done with WWE after that because him, Dean Malenko, and uh, with the referee of the match, Dean Malenko produced the match. It was him and Jericho had a match, mm -hmm. and it was going into the PG era towards the end of Batista's career. And basically, Vince was done. He said, no no more juicing. We're going to go away from that. Batista took it in his own control. He wanted the juice. He said, I'm going to show some color tonight. He did it. And Vince ended up finding him 5000 and find Mike Kyoto 1000 and Dean Malenko for producing the match 1000 and Jericho 1000 And I heard it on Jericho's podcast. I'm like, damn, Vince is a dick. That's messed up. A 5000 just for juicing? You got to regulate, man. Yeah, Vince was dropping the hammer for sure, man. He just letting people know, like, not do that shit again. Anyone involved, anyone even around it is going to get fined, so. Well, let me tell you, though, I really respect Batista for this. Shows what kind of guy he is. He ended up paying all their fines. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Fuck Batista. I still don't like him. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a, just a big I stiff I don't man. like that guy, man. Yeah, he should have never came back. No. That was Punk's time when he came back, and they wanted to put Batista in the line and it seems the like the fans haven't been happy since man yeah you know like it's just been one thing after the because not only did you try to put these guys over you pushed Daniel Bryan and CM Punk back right and that was it man exactly. only because those, those guys, guys are smaller are you know it has all, all, all everything to do with size you know do you remember the, when CM Punk busted out Vince McMahon said he had a, a bodybuilder fetish yeah. I think that's true yeah. it is true yeah 
Well, they used he to call, put over big guys and like you watch the uh, the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels thing, mm-hmm. right? And they talk about they used to call them dinosaurs, just big old guys that was just you just put them over because they were big and they would mm-hmm. call them dinosaurs, you know? Yeah, I remember that. Right. It was just a different era, man. We wanted to see some guys actually, you know, have some fast. But I think matches. the more Triple H puts his hands on it, the more we're getting to real wrestlers like Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, because Triple H is working wonders in NXT. He's doing great in NXT. NXT is awesome, man. I don't watch it all the time, but when I do, I always enjoy it. It's really good. It's good wrestling. Yeah. We got uh, Sami Zayn versus that uh, Zakamura guy that just got signed. He's like big in Japan wrestling. I think I I pronounced his name wrong. Basically, uh, this girl, Asaka, she was taking on Bailey. The Divas have gotten so much better. Yes. Yeah, we you talked about admit, that earlier. This is the best they've ever been. Ever. Man. Yeah. You know what they need to do, guys? They need to bring back the Women's Championship. That's what Charlotte's pushing yeah. for. And I think it will cement the legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the that era. butterfly ugly Divas belt needs to go. Yeah, man, get that shit that out of here. Dude, that shit's lame, man. It's corny. It's not wrestling. Because they're not you Divas know? anymore. No. They're wrestlers. I agree. Charlotte's awesome, man. Yeah. I think she's next level, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was. She wasn't good as a face, but she's great as a heel. Yeah. She's yeah, a tremendous man. Really good. Her and Sasha and Paige. Uh, uh, Becky Lynch match I though. Paige. I think that's going to be a really good match. That's going to be the Paige, highlight. Paige is a little badass. I keep hearing stories that she gets in trouble, and that's what's. That's what I think. I haven't been seeing much of her in you know storyline and things. I just think they're having problems with her or something. She's young and wild. Yeah. Who's the girl in uh, NXT now? There's one girl in there that that's probably going to be pushed up here soon. I can't remember her name, man, but she's really good too. Alexa Bliss. Maybe so, man. I, I probably I probably wouldn't even remember if you told me. But this seems like they have a girl on there. Girls are coming out the woodwork. Yeah. Right. The only p- thing I didn't like about the NXT I watch is there's this big ass dude with a guitar, man. I can't get it for the life of me, man. I'm like, who? What's this guy's deal, man? But he just walks around with a freaking guitar like a homeless guy. What are you talking about? Elijah Simpson? Yeah, a- he looks like a, a fake macho man. <laughs> doing- <laughs> yeah, fake ass macho man with a, a damn guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> Looks like Macho Man for real. Yeah, that's I'm a good comparison. Yeah, the drifter man walking around with his guitar, man. Like, if what if you put like Raven and Honky Tonk Man together? You know, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't oh, get yeah, it, man. man. But uh, other than that, man, NXT is a great product. Uh, I almost want to quit watching Raw and just start watching that all the time, man. Well, the thing is that they make it more about wrestling. You, yeah. you notice yep. that. Yeah, yeah, because you got less time. Like I said earlier in the show, man, it was you only got an hour to fill, so you can just throw out wrestling. You don't got three hours to get gimmicks over and this, that, and the other. NXT, oh, they need to go back to two hours, man. I've said this before, man. I have Hulu, and you can watch Raw on Hulu in an hour and a half, yeah. no commercials. That's the way I watch it. I was it. doing that, but I thought I was missing stuff. Not like, anything important. Them. Right. Whatever yeah, it is, like bigger. it's not worth watching anyways, you know. Hulu <laughs> <laughs> edited it. They, they handled the editing for me. I yeah, right. <laughs> so let, let me ask you this, Joel. Uh, have you seen Batman Superman yet? No, and I've been hearing mixed reviews, guys. It is fucking awesome. I've heard so many bad reviews, man. Big yeah, Spence seen us there and didn't say anything to us. Really? Yeah, I got on to him about it, man. All he right, said well, he couldn't catch up this, with us. So. This is something I didn't know. I didn't know that Doomsday was in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
It was a surprise. Ben Affleck is the the best. My favorite Batman. Better than Bale, man. He's my favorite Batman. Oh wow, he's the darkest man. No. He was awesome as Batman, no but it's hard for me to put him over the other team. guys. Because you look so much into the movie, like with the Robin suit mm-hmm. and uh, Flash talking to him in, back in time and all that, man. It was. I don't want to play spoiler too much, man. But it was, it's he's my favorite Batman because he's just dark. He's killing people. He's using guns. He's ripping people's heads off. I mean, he's vicious, man. Does he throw a kick? Yeah. Yeah, because I noticed in like last three Batman Christian Bale movies, he didn't even kick anymore. Yeah, man, they're He's two just, different Batmans. They're two different Alfreds. Like it's two different type of stories. The the Superman's the same from the last Superman yeah. movie, though. All I that's actually, the same. I like that Superman. It movie. was awesome, man. Q won't watch it, but it's a really good movie. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Q's anti Superman. I hate Superman, man. I don't trust anybody. That's He's the most good. cheating guy. He's cheating. <laughs> yeah, he, he can do everything. It ain't. <laughs> he can do everything can until fly. you break out some of that kryptonite. Then it's over with, man. He can't do shit then. Or break his heart with a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping they, they, they do some of that in the movies. Well, you, you said check it Gotham, out, man. Huh? What'd you say? You say that Gotham and Metropolis are separated by a river. Separated by a river. Yeah, that's so how it appeared in the movie. It was kind of cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good. I think they did a good job of meshing it together. I it was awesome. I think it was a little bit too gloomy. Like they needed something else to kind of break up all the gloom. But the encounters in the movie are so epic. You know, Superman and Batman. You know, you got Doomsday, Wonder Woman. It's a lot going on, man. Cool shit. I loved it, man. I'm gonna tell you to go watch it, man. It's worth the money. It's awesome. Yeah, ben Affleck. Do don't do don't fall asleep. I did. <laughs> I fell asleep for at least 30 minutes altogether, probably. I hear it starts off really slow. Yeah, but it all makes sense, man. You know, I don't want to ruin it for you, man, but go check it out. I and mean, after you check it out, hit me up, okay? I definitely will. I still got to go see Star Wars. Or that's going to be on DVD soon. Yeah, that's fine. Wait on DVD. Go watch Batman Superman so we can talk about it. I hate not being able to talk about it. You're calling in again next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, after WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, I got I got to say my post WrestleMania thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do that next week. My show's ran long, man. I'm going to let you get out of here. Thank you, Joel. Good hearing from you, All Joel. All right, thanks for having me, guys. It's All always a pleasure. All right, man. I'll take you tomorrow after I watch Raw. All right, buddy. Peace. All right, man. Take care. CJ, Niners. Niners, baby. Keep 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 the spirit alive, <laughs> man. Faithful, faithful. Y'all bought the Super Bowl in 95. Oh, get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. All right, man. Later, later. Well, that was fun. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Hour and 40 minutes, whatever. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I love my show. I'm out. Peace. This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.